your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. Is this the music? You think this is the music that Jim Jordan <laughs> comes out to when they go to vote for him for House Speaker? It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't <laughs> he work. didn't use the music, no. clearly. That's UW Lacrosse Political Science Professor Dr. Anthony Chergoski. I'm Rick Solom. Welcome to a Friday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Happy Friday, Rick. I gotta screw this. See, now people can see us now. You know that. Yeah. So I, but they'll Hello, see me. everyone. They'll see me screw this thing in every day. <laughs> the one time it fell off, this mic, and then I was doing the show, like, holding this contraption. All right. So, is that the big news? Yeah. That Jim Jordan became the nominee for speaker or became the person who won the internal Republican vote. But then after that, there was an interesting vote. The vote was, would you vote for Jim Jordan on the floor of the house? Like, okay, so they had it, a vote about a vote. Yeah. It, it's kind of, this, was this like a primary with only one candidate? It's such an odd sequence of events, right? Because Jim Jordan was against Austin Scott, who is a member of the House from Georgia, and they went head-to-head. Jordan got the most votes internally among House Republicans. Then the follow-up vote was, would you actually vote for Jim Jordan if he had a vote on the House floor? And 55 House Republicans said, no, I would not vote for Jim Jordan. That's a few more than he can afford to lose. What is that? A hundred percent more than it, fifty percent more than. Uh, it's way 10%, more. Ten percent. Ten What is it? Uh, I. What? How do you do math? I haven't. I can't do math anymore. It's at least like they can only. He can only lose five. He, he, he can only lose four. And then, well, is it four? Oh, it's four. Like, okay. More than four would doom him. Okay, and does that number change when George Santos uh, leaves the House of Representatives? <laughs> Or do, it, does it stay that it's still four? Because I feel they just like they, at some point the shorter list is going to be the crimes that Santos has not been charged with. We did this last week, and I don't know. I, I sh- we should do it every week. It's like we just don't care about things. George Santos is all these indictments now, right? They're, yeah, and he's had them. George Santos and New York House of Representatives. George Santos is the Derek Van Orden equivalent in New York, right? Not. In terms of scandal, <laughs> like there's enough, there's, I don't know if you want to call what Van Orden did a scandal, but, but George Santos, uh, definitely scandal. And then in the Senate is, is it Bob Menendez or Bob Menendez, Bob Menendez a, a Democrat, a New Jersey Democrat. So right in that area again, uh, gold bars under his mattress, uh, f- bribes from Egypt. He's listed as, or, or like a foreign national for Egypt that he didn't tell anyone and I love the Bob Menendez scandal because there is really no innocent explanation for so much of what he right. did. Like he was caught dead-handed. But George, George, okay, caught yeah, red-handed, caught gold-handed, gold yes. finger. Was, Remember that what, movie? What I was going for there, he was dead to rights and caught red-handed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like when you say hello and like nice to see you, Alicia. Uh, yeah. So well, George Santos was like stealing. Money from a humane society or something, some crazy, I don't know if it was literally a humane society, but some like dog rescue place. Like, as soon as you do that, you should be out. Here's the thing, Rick. If the House Republicans had more of a cushion, if they did not have such a razor thin majority, I could imagine George Santos getting the boot. Okay, but is that the same case for the Senate? 
because Democrats in the Senate have a one seat majority and because some senators. But we haven't seen any movement on Menendez. Like, why haven't we? Because if you want me to sit here and rail against George Santos for a long time now, they've been over a year. Right. Right. When he got elected, he was like, oh, he's like a drag queen in South America and he's has a different name. And he said he was he went to this college and played on the men's volleyball team. (laughs) Along with all the like actual scandals where he's, you know, uh, what was a uh, uh, voter fraud, right? Like mm-hmm. he's identity theft. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing. So like the actual things, but he could have been booted at any time in the past year. Bob and Enda's just, this comes to light and it's, but there's still no movement. The rules are, yeah, the rules are a little different in the House and the Senate. In the Senate, if there's a vacancy, the governor of that state appoints the successor. And the governor of New Jersey is a Democrat. So if Menendez was removed, he would get replaced with a Democratic senator. In the House, there has to be a special election. Does the, can the Senate just go, whoop, see you later? They could expel him. Okay, and then this is the thing we talked about yesterday. Do Republicans not want to do that because it's the word indictments is used here and uh, somebody else running for president has the term indictments and we can't be firing people for just indictments because then Donald Trump? I, I mean, there is that thought process. Do you expel someone for the indictments or do you have to wait until they're convicted? 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. You got? Yeah, you got him on. All right, we'll just go to the phones quick before we take a break. Oh, good call. All right. One of our best calls of the of the whole week. All right. Uh, UW Lacrosse political science professor, Dr. Anthony Chergoski is going to hang out this hour. If you got any questions, like I said, I just said the number, but 608-785-7914. We'll be back. Whether you're a seasoned chef or just starting your culinary journey, Cooley Region Cooks is your new podcast resource. Discover new techniques. Hear from local culinary heroes who are mastering the art of the kitchen. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 on WIZM. Stream your favorite cooking tips, local chef interviews, and mouth-watering recipes on the WIZM app. Or find us on your favorite podcast platform. Stay updated and engaged by following us on Facebook. Just search Cooley Region Cooks today. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. All these Halloween snogs, man, they got to play around. Thriller yesterday when I played it. By the way, Tregoski, Sunday, 2 o'clock, Fire Department of La Crescent. If you want to just get into dress rehearsal for being a zombie as part of the thriller parade on October 29th, anyone okay. could join. So I don't know if you, I mean, what's, what's, uh, no, I just forgot your kid's name. Savannah. Savannah. What, uh, what do you think about, what, what are we doing for Halloween costumes? This yeah. Year? So we're going to be the Flintstones. I'm going to be Fred. My wife will be Wilma and Savannah will be. Pebbles is that Pebbles? Yes, okay, yeah. I was thinking. It's maybe been a little maybe. while since I've watched the show. Wait, have you ever watched the Flintstones? Oh, of course, oh, okay. of course. Um, okay, so I mean, how do you get roped into that, man? Just well, are you are you a willing? Is my wife wrote me. Are you a willing that. participant in Halloween, or is it the that? This is very much my wife's idea. Okay. Yes. Well, can we do maybe Savannah as a zombie? Can you guys sure. dress up as zombies? That'd go over. Fun. I mean, just learn. I don't think she'll be very good at the dances, being a zombie, <laughs> like the the creep walks and whatnot. We could work on it, though. Um, so we had a caller over the break. He, he hung up, though, but he was 
it's kind of funny because he calls in and he's on hold. I think he's must be in like caller purgatory because I, I answer. I'm like, hey, what do you want to talk about? And he goes, well, you're talking about this George Santos, but you're not talking about Bob Menendez and getting a, a, a politician getting thrown out. Right. Like one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. I'm like, well, actually, we we did just spend more. I would say most of the time talking about that dichotomy. Uh, so he was in phone purgatory, but then he just on this way out, he drops this grenade. Hey, talk about the Kmart. See you later. Okay. It's like the city council yesterday uh, voted to approve an 18 month delay. So it'll be, I think, I think it'll be 36 months that 360 real estate solutions is now going to be approved to delay the Kmart demolition and they voted for it. So it's, they have approval. But in 18 months is the conditions for which to build things, interest rates. Maybe all that stuff settles down a little bit, or maybe they don't do anything. So what we need to start to do as a community right now, we have 18 months to organize, right? Like this is like we need to organize grassroots organization and save the Kmart. Have Kmart reopen. They want to demo it at this point. No more. We're going to save Kmart. And we're going to reopen it. Blue light special. I, we'll just independent Kmart. I don't know if we need to just add like a, do we need to use Governor Tony Evers veto pen and cross off the dash that's between <laughs> the K and the Mart. And then therefore it's our own, you know, it's not copyrighted or trademarked or anything. Then we have the rights to what is our version of Kmart. And then we could do whatever we want with it. We can, we can just reopen. We need all the shop closed. Like I still drive by shop especially around Christmas time and go, Oh yeah, I would go in here and look at, see what, what blanket is $80, but marked off 70% because that's a good deal. Cause that's how, you know, obviously how shop operated Kmart. I don't even really remember going in there, but I feel like that's a part of the city. It's a, 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 well, the U.S. is a Kmart desert, but that part of the city is kind of like a retail deserts. And and I think I think you know, right around Central High School, we need Kmart. We need a retail store. Bring Kmart back. Oh, I agree. And we looked this up over the break. We do careful research for this show. We found that there are two remaining Kmart's that are open in the United States. Why not make Lacrosse number three? Why Wait not? a minute. There are two? There are two left. How much research did you do? Because this one says last oh, last came out in New Jersey. Yeah, there's one there's on one Long in, Island and one in Miami. So Bob Menendez, the Democrat that's uh, not listed as a foreign agent, even though he's taking bribes from Egypt, gold bars under his mattress, is kind of embedded in this saving Kmart already. Do we have to get Bob Menendez on board? Maybe convince him, convince Ron Johnson, convince the get maybe get him on the phone. Hey, Bob, how have you saved Kmart in New Jersey, even though you might get ousted from the Senate? Can you talk to Ron Johnson? Can you talk to Sammy, Tammy Baldwin and see how we can get this grassroots organization back up and get Kmart up and running again? Do you think this would help Tammy Baldwin's reelection campaign if she was able to say, hey, I delivered a Kmart for lacrosse? Well, Tammy Baldwin's always every year for as long as I've known she's a senator is like the 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 save like allow Eau Claire to watch the Packers oh, because right. they have to watch Vikings games. I can't remember if what what she calls the bill it's like this okay so so i yeah it's the go pack go bill i know what you're talking about so this is something that i'm actually a little bitter about because her bill well basically in the lacrosse market 
if there's a Vikings and a Packers game on at the same time, they always show the Packers game. Now, where does that leave me as a Vikings fan? Where is my voice in Wisconsin government? <laughs> Wait, what about people in La Crescent? Anyone in La Crescent, if the Vikings and yeah, Packers are on? they don't get to watch the Vikings. Do they get to watch the Vikings? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay, because I have no idea because um, I have YouTube TV. So, uh, But you're talking... Like the I don't know local cable station local cable service like the local networks yeah or or like and bunny ears antenna yeah yeah okay like so the bunny ears antenna local station I guess you can get that on your cable network they're not playing Vikings games when the two collide they in go the, with the pack they go with the pack all right but that's not Tammy Baldwin's fault there in fact Tammy Baldwin you know good for her trying to like convince La Crescent to maybe be Packers the Minnesota fans. Senators need to yeah Amy start Klobuchar for the and La Crescent. Te- Klobuchar and Tina Smith, get yeah. on it, right? Like the, the the well, there's not a catchy name though. Go Vikes, go. Go I mean, Vikes. That is not a saying that I'm aware of. So we we'll go back to the phones here. Uh, really, really, you guys, you call and you can't. I mean, Rush Limbaugh. Those people used to stay on hold for hours and hours and hours. Jim Rome, four hours. Those people would stay on hold. These people, they can't even stay on hold for a 30 second uh, rant about saving the Packers and Eau Claire. Okay, back to Kmart. We, we, we grassroots organization. We're gonna we're gonna save Kmart. We have 18 months to get it done. As soon as if, if 360 Real Estate Solutions does not start construction on, they're gonna build apartments. They're gonna build mixed use townhomes. That's a fancy name for saying uh, buildings with residential and the, uh, probably on the upper floors, and maybe like a coffee shop on the. Do we need a Starbucks if we're gonna do that? Oh, I would say so. Do we need a Starbucks in? Because we're gonna start if we can get Kmart. We can get it back, right? We gotta have. We gotta do what Target did, right? We gotta put a Starbucks inside, IV. or do we? Or Hy-Vee, yeah. Well, yeah. both, right? Both. There's only three or four Starbucks right there. It's like the new thing to have like a Starbucks inside your whatever store. But should we do that, or do we do like Caribou Coffee or something more local? Like how local can we get? Like like having a mocha in the Kmart. Yeah, or like grounded coffee. They have something downtown there you here. Go. We got to get more so grassroots Kmart very you know very local because it'll be the last well the one of the only three Kmart's left. It could be a tourist attraction like in Oregon. The last blockbuster is a tourist attraction. All right, here we go. Caller, who's this? This Bill. Hey, Bill, go ahead. You're on the air. You got the right idea. Bring Kmart back. I think Mr. Marvin's over his head, and that's why he keeps delaying everything for for up to three years now. Okay, well, it's, not, it's it's only been a little over a year. Well, I, um, I will say this, Rick. I was recalling when I was preparing to moderate debates for the mayor of lacrosse race back in 2021. Yep. So this is two and a half years ago. I was talking to people, what do you want to hear from the candidates? And like one of the number one questions I got is, what's going to happen to the Kmart site? So two and a half years later, we're still kind of asking okay. the same question. Okay, okay, all right. Well, then I'm sorry, uh, caller. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, you're Maybe you're right. Maybe it's been three years. I guess it's been six years since the, the Kmart closed. Mm-hmm. And I think at that time, what the, the dilemma was is that we were going to put a U-Haul wanted to buy That's right. or, or rent or lease or use the property to, just as a staging area for u-haul trailers and i think the rightly so the city or however this works i don't really know this sounds like you know communist china you we're not going to let you do that and we're going to develop that area because we can't just have like the biggest probably like top three intersection in lacrosse busiest intersection not top three top three busiest intersection in lacrosse where a lot of eyes and a lot of that's that should be thriving with business it should not be a u-haul this is the same argument i have for downtown lacrosse like what half of it is car dealerships 
And then if you go up the pike to La Crescent, it's like it's car dealerships and parking lots and RV centers and like all of that stuff could be thriving with housing, with businesses that aren't just smoke shops. Sorry to the smoke shop people, but I feel like your smoke shop shouldn't be riverfront property. The Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think I make fun of that once a month. KFC has the best real estate in all of lacrosse kentucky fried chicken riverfront property most beautiful what do we put here at kentucky fried chicken it's ridiculous i do have one other just uh, and i'm gonna save it this is gonna be a big tease for after the break on how we can just really really push this forward we have 18 months to get kmart and it's a little bit of a developing story that has to do with something else that the city did not too long ago and but I, I, I just want to tease it. So we gotta, I, I, I'm going to sit on it for three minutes and then ponder how, to, how I want to bring it up. But um, all the shop codes there are, are being – I think most of them are I, being I, I think the one on the south side, people can correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be an Aldi. And I'm a big fan That's of That's a rumor. I called Aldi and asked. Oh, so they didn't conf- – okay. They okay. said, we'll let you know. There's but some we, controversy. Because the, the Tribune guy that, that – is it Callahan? Is that oh, his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Because he, everyone just – he knows all the businesses that are opening he up. They're kind of mad at him because he I'm like – but, but he had the Aldi rumor. But then I asked Aldi. I'm like, hey. And they're like, mm, we can't say. Because okay. that's how corporations are all the time anyway. But uh, okay. Now, the so one on Alaska is being changed. I think Five Below opened up there. There's going to be like TJ Maxx and some other things. Yeah. I'm super excited to check out the Five Below. I love that store. Is that straight up the road? The one straight up the road here? Is, yeah. I mean, you say on Alaska, but I think that's Lacrosse. Across from the mall or the one straight yeah, up the Yeah, across from the mall. Okay. Yeah, that one's that's technically lacrosse, by the way. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the one straight up the road here from downtown Lacrosse, that one, I don't think anything's going on there. But also, that's like a really busy intersection. Oh, I'm like the north side. Yeah, by Harbor Freight. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, like, that whole, place has been dead. For and a that while. whole strip mall is just for some reason it just isn't like it. it nothing clicks there, but yeah. but it's now, a good area. Now, now Northside Kent's former headquarters, the abandoned Burger King, did finally get taken down there. Should, is that just a like? Should that be the sign that your business isn't going to succeed? Is when Burger King can't exist. <laughs> if Burger King can't exist there, then nothing. You don't even like the people that are trying to sell that shop. Go, I'm sorry. Like they tore, they literally tore the Burger King down. So you're not like the prospect of just getting something in that shop co to be successful has got to be slim to none. You got to find something that people will do after they go to the North, a country steak buffet. Like what would be a place that both sets of customers would want? So like a, like a bed and breakfast. <laughs> Like you just go there and take a nap. You stay at a bed and breakfast what? and then go to the what? North Country State what? Buffet. What do you want to do after you go to a buffet, man? Because I don't want take to do anything. Maybe, uh, like, honestly, Open I... Open up a hotel thing. Just, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's like, the first thing that came to my mind is bed, and I was like, bed and breakfast. Because you go take a nap and you get, get up and go bed. back. Yeah. All right, we're going we're gonna to take a break. We'll be back. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, so if it's October 13th. 
so we have like two weeks or over two weeks to get to Halloween. Are we going to be able to do this where we play without any repeats, Halloween themed music for the rest of October? Well, I pretty much only know Monster Mash and Ghostbusters, so I'm already out of ideas. <laughs> uh, there is a Cosmo. Cosmo. Why can't I say that? Cosmo. Just say Cosmo. Politan. Cosmo article. Uh, if you just search Halloween songs, the 99 best songs to play at your party, uh, 74 of them. I don't know why it's the headline that. And then on the search, it said 74 best Halloween songs. So if we do the the math, I could probably play Halloween songs the rest of the month. Yeah. Like every day as opposed to just on Friday. So we'll see. Uh, we were talking um, about saving. We were talking about Bob Menendez and George Santos. Very relevant to Wisconsin, right? But kind of relevant to how the uh, Senate and U.S. House of Representatives work with the country, you know, with those two houses of government. Is that how you say that? Houses of government branches Um, right on the cusp of just, you know, being 50-50 split. And um, so Kent is on hold. He wants to talk about that. But I do also have a way, I think, that we can really save the Kmart. And um, I don't I just we'll get Kent first because Kent is the north side mayor of La Crosse. We used to work out of that defunct. He needs to weigh in on this. He, issue. he used to work yeah. out of that defunct Burger King, but then, yeah, obviously, when you know he chained himself to the side of the building, but they still bulldozed it anyway. They didn't really care about this guy. And uh, now, Kent, you're working out of the Starbucks. They let you sit in the corner there with a the free Wi-Fi, or what? Well, no, 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 Rick. They actually gave me the janitor's closet for my North Side Mayor's office. <laughs> But I have to clean for free. That's way the rent's free. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, if you're, you know, well, I don't know how many hours you work in the morning, you know, during the day. Two, three, whatever it takes. But anyway, uh, how's Savannah doing, Doc? She's doing great, Ken. Thanks. And by the way, Rick misused her pronoun. A kid is a baby goat. It's daughter or she, they, them, whatever. But anyway. Back to this Mendendez guy, you know, he was over there getting all his money. He's hiding money in his house and gold bars. And then there was something on the news that his wife, they were overseas somewhere in Germany or somewhere. But she actually hit a guy. She was out partying at a club and killed him. And she got diplomatic immunity. Yeah, You know, that's shameful stuff. And... These politicians never seem to answer for crimes. But anyway, there's another family that a son went to Saudi Arabia. He came home with like a $180,000 Porsche. Then he went to Russia, and he came back with a diamond. And then he got a job in Ukraine at an oil company. You guys know who I'm talking about. But anyway, it turns out there's millions of dollars coming into this family. And it's not been proven yet, but they're working on it. So we're, when are these people accountable for what they do? What 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 did Hunter Biden do? Well, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, I guess, but he did a lot of deals overseas. He wasn't registered as a, you know, overseas dealer or whatever, like that Mendendez guy or whatever, but... Yeah, Hunter Biden doesn't he, work for the government, so he doesn't have to register as a foreign... What is it, a foreign, do you know, foreign, na- foreign agent. agent? Foreign agent, agent, yeah. right. Yeah, if, if, thing, Kent, Hunter if, Biden doesn't work for the government. Kent, if you want to go take bribes from Russia to to propel your unofficial mayor's office, because it's unofficial, I don't think anyone's going to care. I mean, but in I terms have of to be uh, listed as a foreign agent, well, to take money from that company, that country. <laughs> 
Well, if you were, you know, the official, but you call yourself the unofficial mayor of the north side of lacrosse, so that's what I'm saying. So you're not taking the public dollar. North side mayor, buddy. I've been here 38 years. But anyway, I'm just saying there's a lot of monkey business on both sides. You know, there's stuff going on. These people are never held accountable. Yeah, for sure. I th- And thanks for the call. Um, all right, so... But the Bob, the way Kent proposed that his his Bob Menendez's wife hit a guy mm-hmm. and killed him at a club. It sounds like she punched him out, but she didn't. It was a car accident. Yeah, or something. and there's a New York Times report that actually came out yesterday about how, as they say, there were errors in the investigation of the car crash. As they say here, quote the seven page report, which concluded that the driver. Uh, Nadine Menendez should not be charged. Uh, there, there were problems with that investigation. And as they said, it raised questions about whether the incident was handled properly by the authorities. This is the problem with doing a live news talk radio show is one person can come on and say something extraordinary and you're just like, oh, but then also then it would take and you're as he's talking, you're 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 trying to read a New York Times story. So. You know, I only get one click a month on the New York Times, <laughs> so my fr- but I got to put my email address in. So you know, you say one thing, and I, I was noticing this uh, on a, another. I was watching a debate about something, and then after the debate happens, the person that's involved in the debate goes, "Okay, well, this person brought up this and this and this. All of those things were lies, and then you can come back with the receipts, but you have to do that later." But nobody's going to watch the post-debate recap of all the lies that were brought up, you know. So, so it's very difficult. This this comes this goes the right right along with Donald Trump um, doing campaign rallies and should we cover all the campaign rallies live? Because what he's saying, you know, is a lot of it would be you know falsehoods, and then you, can you can you fact check those in in real time? I think fact checking is really important. It's a very valuable service. There was a fact check in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel about Derek Van Orden's participation in January 6th. And the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel concluded that Rebecca Cook, one of the candidates in this congressional district on the Democratic Party side, that she went too far in her accusations about Derek Van Orden in January 6th. Now, the thing is, Rick, when it comes to fact checks, most people don't read them. More people are exposed to the false claim than the fact check. So well, while fact check is a very worthy thing, it's very important, not that many people actually hear the fact well, check. Well, and then to do them in real time is even harder because so then you, hard. you, so you hard. have to be accurate. Also, if you uh, listen to some people that are Rebecca Cook supporters, they say that that fact check actually doesn't doesn't add up to what she's claiming to. So even, even when you do the due diligence to write the fact check and have all the time in the world, because we're talking about something that happened in 2020, uh, 2020. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact check was, January the fact check was in part inconclusive because of the gaps in the information. Right. So, you know, sometimes you're fact checking something where we don't fully know the story. Right. Yeah. It's always kind of funny that way. Uh, Joe's on the, on hold here. Joe, go ahead. You're on the air. I just caught a little bit earlier where you said, Joe, buy it. You know, what does uh, Hunter have to do with Joe? So I'm just going to try and get it out there quickly why you guys. That's right. I don't I don't want to talk about Hunter Biden. It's. I'd rather talk about Kmart. Um, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you're on, you're on the air. Go ahead. Chris? Easy one. Hey, uh, diplomatic community, uh, somebody from uh, Saudi Arabia or Canada that's a diplomat that comes to the United States, pulls the trigger, shoots somebody illegally in New York City, 
because of diplomatic immunity, they're exonerated. Bye. Okay. Well. All right. So Kmart, we're gonna bring it back. Eighteen months. So you talk about if you throw Hunter Biden out there, then everyone <laughs> diplomatic immunity. I don't know what that was. Um, the city council last night, 18 months granted to 360 real estate. I'm just mm-hmm. going to recap a little bit. 360 real estate solutions to postpone the development there of, I know they're building apartments. I think it's right a, a little bit over 200 apartments. And then it's a couple of townhomes, maybe three or four townhomes, mixed use townhomes. So um, apartments up top or homes up top. I don't know if they're permanent where you could buy, actually buy them. And then on the bottom might be like a coffee shop or a 24 hour fitness or something like that. Um, but that, but that's not going to happen for at at most at most eighteen months. So what we have is eighteen months to get get it together. And if this three sixty doesn't come through with tearing down that Kmart, we will save it as a community. I think we should save the building, save the Kmart. Now Kmart's a big thing. Do you do you do you even remember going to a Kmart? I do because there was one in St. Paul near where I grew up. Okay, so. When when I was a kid, I would always go to my, like my mom would send me to this one. Do you ha- did you have that friend when you were a kid that you just stayed at for days? Sure. Like yeah, you know, I'm I'm here for the whole week because <laughs> your parents just like I would like three four days. But he lived in you know, I lived out in the country, but he lived in town, so we could ride our bikes to the shop, go there, and play bad dudes. The video remember arcade games? I mean, they still have arcade games, but um, the the seems like the video games at home are better. But we would play this game, Bad Dudes, and I bet we dumped $100 into that thing to, con- to conquer it. You had to conquer the game. Um, but anyway, so so we can get an arcade going in this Kmart. We could do some of this, like a way, Central High School's right there. Like how many kids would come across to play in an arcade right across the road, right? Like we got to get we gotta get thinking, like how can we get the kids to come over here and, and uh, okay, participate? Okay, so we're already up to a combination Kmart local coffee shop and arcade. Yeah, kids drink coffee now too. I think oh, even yeah, they, in middle they school do. they just they like I don't know do. what we're doing as a society where kids need to drink or should be drinking coffee. Like, I don't know. Like was that true back when you were in school cuz I don't remember no, that. No, we didn't drink coffee. At, I still don't drink coffee, but like I don't either. At what age when your daughter is like, you know, and your daughter's like one and a half, right, and or something is. like that. Uh, will Savannah be like, Dad, I need I need some of that coffee. I got to go to middle school feel, or grade school. Or I feel like grade. it is kind of in the early teenage or mid-teenage years. Is it a is it a, an urban myth that coffee stunts your growth? Do you ever hear that one? I, I haven't heard that Or is that, that one. cigarettes? I don't know. I anyway. feel like coffee isn't great for you, though. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like adding another coffee shop. But ironically, we, if we can get a Starbucks in there, the city of La Crosse really needs a Starbucks. I don't know if you know this. There isn't one within at least a mile of that area. So if we can get a Starbucks in there, but what, what I do know is Kmart used to do this thing called the blue light special. Yeah. I remember that. Do you even know, do you know what it was? We should do, we should have did our uh, offline Wasn't research. Wasn't it just like a discount on something? Yeah. What, 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 like anyone out there know what the blue light special is? I understand. Was there just like blue lights throughout the store? And then if the blue light went off in that area, those clothes were, yeah. you know, if it was uh by the Legos, and there's a blue light in that aisle. Then the Legos are on sale or something. Yeah. Was it random? I just like I like we really need to know. Now that but, would make your shopping trip really exciting. Well, yes, that would be cool. Like, oh man, I'm here looking for a swimsuit, and this swimsuit blue light goes off, and now all these swimsuits are like 75 percent off or something like that. But what we can do is we could take advantage of that. First of all, we got to buy a bunch of blue lights. We got to reinstall. Well, we got to redo the whole camera because I'm sure they gutted it. But do you remember Hatched Baby oh, used yes. to be in the cross? Oh, yes. Hatch Baby's making a comeback. 
It is really? in a it is in a basement somewhere. The city has hidden it. Somebody destroyed it. I think. What did they do? They they tore the face off of it and threw it in a guy's yard. And a guy called the police and was like the Hatch Baby's face is in my yard. We can use this. We can bring back Hatch Baby. Wolfgang Auer has been in talks with community other grassroots organizations who want to bring back Hatch Baby. Wow. But where where would we put it? We can't put it if Hatch Baby isn't safe. Outside, Hatch Baby isn't safe outside of the police station. The police couldn't keep Hatch Baby safe. The police use Hatch Baby as a mascot for the year, two years that it was out there, and then they couldn't protect Hatch Baby. They put a fence around it there in Oktoberfest. It still got beer cans thrown in it. Somebody punched it in the head. The police couldn't keep Hatch Baby safe. So how do we get Hatch Baby and keep it safe? We put it in the Kmart. It's going to be the part of the blue light special. I don't know if we put it on wheels. Instead of blue lights, no blue lights. We roll Hatch Baby to a section, and this will be the section. What do you think? I like it. I like it. So now we've got Hatch Baby Arcade Coffee Shop Kmart. And, um, yes, and I'm not even kidding. Wolfgang Auer has been here. He's been to lacrosse. He's seen Hatch Baby. I should have asked the mayor of this on Monday, shouldn't I? I had him on. He has seen Hatch Baby. He says start a fundraising campaign. Okay. To help repair Hatch Baby because at this point it's going to cost, apparently it's going to cost a lot to put this, what, what is it, like nine foot tall uh, blue head that comes out of an egg back together again, as Humpty Dumpty <laughs> might say. All right, we got to take a break. UW Lacrosse political science professor, Dr. Anthony Chugoski, still hanging out. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. You come in here on Fridays. We have a game plan. (laughs) But the guy that called during the break, during the first news break, just threw a grenade out there as he was hanging up the phone. Remember the Kmart? <laughs> like, he just kind of, as you fall, and like a movie, as you're it's falling like a off. battle cry. Almost. Yeah, exactly. As, like the, the Kmart! As you're falling off the cliff, like Wile E. Coyote or something. Remember, I know Wile E. Coyote doesn't talk. So, um, so we, we're, we're trying to, we're starting it now, but we're going to, we're going to try to get this grassroots organization 18 months to save the Kmart. We don't want it de- 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 demolished. I was going to say demolized. That would be weird. Um, and, and what we're going to do is we're going to combine forces with the Hatch Baby people in, a, in an effort that has got to be vastly popular. Everybody loves Hatch Baby, the blue baby statue that was out, the nine-foot baby head, blue, blue baby head coming out of an egg, a white egg that sat outside the La Crosse Police Department for two years. Everyone loved that. I don't know if anyone ever, like we did multiple shows on that. Not one person has ever called and said that thing was an atrocity. Not one person ever called and said they hated that. They all, it, was, it was universally loved. I feel some people might have been a little weirded out. <laughs> yeah, that, I was doing sarcasm there. I, I, like, I literally don't think a, a single person, except for Ash, Ashley Nieder, who came in here and we did a whole show on Saving Hatch Baby. Okay. Because, but she is she is doing this grassroots effort to, and she has brought Wolfgang. She got Wolfgang Auer, the artist, to come here, and he looked at the statue. He just said it's going to cost a little bit. To, we got to raise some money. Okay. But then, if we can combine forces, save the Kmart, the Blue Light Special Place, save Hatch Baby, combine forces. Now, I thought since the police couldn't protect Hatch Baby, what do we do? Do we bring it into the store? Do we use it as some kind of 
blue like this, like we didn't game plan this. this is what I was getting at you you come up you come up with this game plan of what we're going to talk about some of these political things that you think are important and I just I didn't we we talk about George Santos for a minute but like <laughs> and we, Bob Menendez it becomes relevant because he is a senator in New Jersey where one of the only two Kmart's are left so if we can get Bob Menendez on board with this I don't know well that's our play to have Kmart come back and make it a tourist attraction. Yeah, like a, a muse, Kmart, the museum. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but, so people, we're just doing this on the fly. But Northside Kent, who just called in, he, he has a better idea than maybe putting the K, putting Blue Baby, Hatch Baby inside the Kmart. As a, because cause only people that go to... But the, my thing is, if, if it's inside the Kmart, you want to go see Hatch Baby. You've got to go into the store, and then we, we get you, right? That's where you'll be playing bad dudes in the arcade on one <laughs> side, and uh, you'll be going to get your, your the... the, the the, the teenagers that go to Central High School will be getting their coffee and then playing Bad Dudes, the arcade game. Um, what else can we put in there? Well, some, first of all, Kent said don't put Boo Baby inside. Put it on top of the Kmart. Ooh. Can't destroy it if it's on top of the Kmart, right? Unless It's true. Unless the Central High School quarterback, they're playing for the Arc tonight, by the way, Central High School. You can watch the game on WKTY. Okay. Because it's going to be crappy weather. Uh, unless the Central High School quarterback throws a football at it, right? But okay, so put the blue baby, maybe put Hatch Baby on top of the on top of the thing, um, and then Cheryl. No, somebody else said that. Uh, what if we put a go kart track inside the Kmart? I love it. The kids from Central will never leave. I Video games, go kart tracks, and coffee. What what could be better than those three things? Uh, all right, we're gonna go back to the phones. This is the the man that started it all. The man that threw the grenade. Hey, remember the Kmart? All right, go ahead. You're on the phone. You're on the air. All right. Just knock it down. You know, I can't believe it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hanging up on that guy. He wants to, de- he wants to de- demolish I, the I, I get it. I mean, I said when I was prepping the lacrosse mayoral debate from two and a half years ago, people wanted to know when is that thing coming down? That's because they've just let it go. Like the lacrosse yeah. center, it took $42 million to bring that lacrosse center back. It's going to take a couple of million dollars to bring the Kmart back. And I, I mean, I, I understand I, I mean, I get the frustration. I mean, like, this has been an ongoing thing. I also understand why they were motivated to give an extension because of the promise that this development does have. I mean, we have a housing crisis in this community and many other communities in terms of the housing shortage. So if there's the prospect of having a couple hundred housing units, you don't want to give that up. Oh, yeah. If, if you go to the story on wizardnews.com, I linked the conversation I had in August with uh, Jeremy Novak, with 360 Real Estate Solutions, he, he broke down all the reasons why they need to delay. Interest rates are going up. For some yeah. reason, the federal government thinks if we make it harder for regular people to buy houses, for some reason, that'll bring down the price of Mountain Dew. I don't know how that works, but apparently that's you know, it's going to it's a supply demand thing. Uh, it feels like Mountain Dew is really popular in lacrosse, the lacrosse area. Have you ever noticed that? I think, like, it's, just, I think it's just pretty popular. It's just popular overall. I wonder yeah. if it's more popular here than average. Maybe in Wisconsin, because I'm yeah. back home. Like it was my my uncle's a farmer, and it was kind of a like how many Mountain Dews does he drink a day? It was kind of one of them things, but. So when um, my dad owned, he my dad used to own a bunch of vending machines in the Twin Cities, and Mountain Dew was for sure the number one seller. Okay, well there you go. That's Minnesota. So I don't know if Midwest. you know. Maybe it's Midwest. Maybe it's Midwest. I'm telling you, man, Mountain Dew is pretty popular. Because I, 
when I, also in, when this... I lived in North Carolina, though, I don't remember Mountain Dew being that popular. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe it's like a Midwestern thing. Well, you were that was your college years, right? So you were drinking a lot. Regular, <laughs> and Mountain Dew doesn't go with anything alcoholic. See, like Mountain Dew and vodka is just kind of gross. Well, I've tried it. I mean, tea. I did sweet tea in North Carolina. Sweet tea in vodka. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I just totally lost track of what we were doing. Um, all right, but okay, we got a couple minutes. Anything on this list that like very, it's very important? Yeah, I, I think the Brewers Stadium deal is for sure on track to happen. Here's the thing: we had one uh, hearing. It wasn't a public hearing, but it was a hearing in the public. I don't know what you call that. Was it a committee hearing? Committee hearing. One committee hearing by Republicans. We're spending six hundred million dollars on a Brewer Stadium, and we didn't. So when we talk about gerrymandering and we're going to do the maps once every 10 years, we're going to redraw the political maps. So we had we had a public hearing on that, at least where people could come and literally everybody came, said we need to get politics out of the map drawing process, except for two people, the two people that run the Senate and the Assembly. They were the only two people that like testified for Republicans drawing the maps were the top two Republicans. But we had a public hearing. We're, why don't we have this is this is something that's going to affect us until 2050 and it costs 600 million dollars it costs almost as much as the brewers the team costs the stupid stadium and we don't have any public hearing where you could we did how many public hearings do we do on the budget and the budget i guess is a, a, bill, a billion dollars right like it's a lot of money but we should have at least one public hearing Maybe one in person and one online where people can come in and comment and tell legislators, like, how does the state feel about giving $600 million to a to a baseball stadium? And then the brewers make all the profits. There's it just the, doesn't make any sense. There's the process and the policy. And some people are upset about the process. Some people are upset about the policy. When it comes to the policy, Rick, there has been... I mean, there was a lot of anger among local officials in Milwaukee about the original proposed local component. That's been bought down in the revised proposal, and now the local folks in Milwaukee seem to be on board with this. Governor Evers is on board. When you say the local folks, you mean the local governments. Yeah, like the mayor and the county uh, executive yeah. of Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, they're on board. They maybe weren't before. Governor Evers is on board. Speaker Voss is on board seems pretty clear to me that this thing is going to happen. Interesting conversation I've heard among the folks in Milwaukee about developing that area because it's just sea of there's just sea of parking lots and one of the local folks from the CBS affiliate in Milwaukee noticed that like even for the playoff game there were still a lot of empty parking spots. Like maybe you could develop that. Well, it does. Yeah. And the brewers are like, no, we want the parking because we want the tailgate and be like, well, we own the stadium. We're going to do what we want with it. And then you can stay here. That's how I feel like that's how we should be working this thing. And folks have noted that Green Bay has done a lot to develop the area surrounding Lambeau Field. And they haven't really uh, what I from what I've heard lost out on that tailgate culture. So I think there's a little bit of 
dramatics going on. Well, there's it's just on an island, I believe. It is. The it, Brewer Stadium. It is. I've I've I haven't been there. I've drove by it. It's just this stadium on an island with this sea of parking lots. Well, and then they want to spend so much to winterize the stadium yeah. that they put a re- retractable roof on. I feel like that was kind of the deal with winterizing it so that they can have concerts and yep. stuff in the winter. Yep. But the brewers make the profit from all that. And then they're like, well, we can get the state and the city and the county to get profit if we just add $2 to every ticket price or add a fee. And I'm like, well, now you're just double taxing us. How about we just work into the deal? We'll spend $600 million on your stadium, but you get to play baseball there, but the city, county, and state get to profit from everything else. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. I mean, this is why stadium politics are tough. Uh, And they typically do not break cleanly along party lines. Like, we're seeing kind of an odd coalition of Democrats and Republicans behind this. Well, it's so funny that Governor Evers, I'll sign anything that we can give the $600 million to the billionaires that own the Brewers. Like, whatever you guys come up with, I'll sign it because you don't want to be the guy that loses the Brewers. No, you don't. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Anthony, for hanging out on a Friday again. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts.